Today on CityCast Chicago, the school year is coming to an end, and so is the tenure of Chicago Public Schools head, Janice Jackson. You know, it's just another CEO coming off <laughs> CPS. I mean, I've been through, I've done this drill before. We break down Jackson's time at CPS and learn what's next for the third largest school district in the country. Today is Tuesday, May 4th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. First, a little bit of news, y'all. Activists continue to call on the city to stop using the gunshot detection service called ShotSpotter. A new report from Northwestern's MacArthur Justice Center found that about 86% of the time, cops don't even file a report at the scene ShotSpotter sends them to. That's about 61 failed alerts a day. On the city council, five aldermen have formed an official socialist caucus. Now, while members have been meeting informally for years, now it's official. We'll see how that plays out moving forward. Some good news. Weddings are back in Cook County, kind of. So while in-person appointments in front of a county judge are backed up through May, you can now tie the knot on Zoom or via telephone. Hey, I've been to a couple pandemic online weddings. Not that bad. For more Chicago stories, sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. Let's keep it moving. I mean, I don't know who would want this job. We got a mayor election, potential elected school board. We got, you know, CTU. We got parents wanting, you know, power over what happens to this federal stimulus money. We got a lot of things that that that, that person's going to have to grapple with. It was a big surprise to me. CPS CEO Janice Jackson is leaving next month after nearly four years in the job and two mayors. To be fair, Janice Jackson had some unforeseeable obstacles as superintendent of the third largest school district in the nation. No one could predict students and teachers having to learn and teach at home via Zoom during the pandemic. And she and the teachers union... Y'all know they ain't really get along like that, with one teacher strike and threats of, like, a dozen more. So what were the hits and misses of Jackson's tenure? WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp is here. I know it's early to start thinking about legacy, but I wanted to have that conversation. You know, when you look over the last four years, what are the things that you believe uh, Jackson got right? She definitely put a lot more money into schools that were struggling. So, you know, the the very low enrollment schools who had been losing population over, you know, year after year, she gave them equity grants so that they weren't suffering as much, that they weren't going to have to lay off as many teachers and staff. So I think that, I mean, to her, there is no more keyword than equity. There's a school on the West Side that became a gifted school, and the West Side hadn't had a gifted school before at all. Yeah. So that's a big deal for the school. Now, how that works out in the future, whether they attract kids that and, you know, are really able to thrive, I think that's another question. But at least that opportunity was there. Yeah, she's leaving on the heels of the announcement of some major investments in CPS. Budgets are going to go up for most schools, if I'm correct. Um, but we also have to look at the other side of the coin. You know, where are some places that you feel maybe she struggled or failed over the last four years? She would probably disagree with me, but 
there is a lot of labor discord. Now, I do not know how much of that came from Mayor Lori Lightfoot misreading the union and leaving Janis Jackson to kind of pick up the pieces. But in both the 2019 strike and the reopening negotiations this this fall and winter, there were places where they could have perhaps created a better situation for negotiations. I mean, for example, over the summer, she and her administration and Lightfoot really insisted that they did not need to negotiate with the Chicago Teachers Union over reopening. And they they talked to them, but they wouldn't negotiate. They wouldn't agree to anything. But in the end, they wound up having to negotiate because the, the union has power. I think that that was, that was a misread. You know, it created a lot of tension. If they would have, from the beginning, said we're going to sit down and work this out with the union, you know, they might have been in a different place. I mean, peop- the CEO is a it's probably going to spar with the teachers union. You know, was Jackson's relationship with CTO, was it like any more or less contentious than, you know, her predecessors? You know, I would have thought that it would have been less contentious because she's a former teacher, a former principal. You know, she she came from their ranks. And, hmm. you know, that's why I say I don't know how much of it was Lightfoot and how much of it was Jackson. You know, the whole idea between about, you know, Janice Jackson as CEO was that she was homegrown, that she'd come up through the system. Yeah, that was the story that was told and, you know, that she spoke about today as well. Right. She's an educator. She says, she says, I'm a teacher. I'm a principal. I'm an educator. That's what she is. Mm -hmm. The Chicago Teachers Union, they supported somebody else for mayor. You know, they, they did not support Lightfoot. So maybe, you know, that started maybe, you know, people not being too happy with each other. We'll be right back. We're not taking ads yet here at CityCast Chicago, but we are shouting out our favorite places in the city, the places that make Chicago ours. Listener Dave Stanford recommends Beermiscuous in Lakeview. They call themselves a coffee shop for craft beer, including a ton from local breweries. Dave recommends letting them put together a 12-pack for you. You tell them what you like and what you don't, and Beermiscuous makes the selection. Thanks so much for that, Dave. Now it's your turn. What's a place that you love in this city? And why do you love it? Email us at chicago at citycast.fm. And remember, it shouldn't be a place that you own or work at. You can save that for the real ads. Instead, send us your local love letter at chicago at citycast.fm. And thanks. You know, does Chicago go through CPS, Chicago Public Schools, CEOs more than other cities? I know you, she's not going out on as bad of terms as some of the the last couple, you know, and you've broke some of those stories. You know, is this uncommon or is this, you know, is this what it looks like in other places? I think the tenure is relatively short for big city school districts. I think that that people tend to, to cycle through. But I will, you know remind you that in Chicago, we had, you know, Arnie Duncan was the longest serving CEO. And he was, you know, he was during former Mayor Richard M. Daley's tenure, you know, most of the 2000s. Um, you know, he left when he became education secretary for Barack Obama. But then after that, it's just been, 
you know, every couple of years, somebody somebody new has come in. You know, we had Ron Huberman and then Jean-Claude Brazard, then Barbara Bird Bennett, then Forrest Claypool, then Janice Jackson. It's just it's it's been so many in the last, you know, just the last like 10, 11 years. Yeah. What's happened with some of those last few, some of those names you just named, like Barbara Bird Bennett? Uh, you know, what happened with a, a few of our last leaders? You know, Barbara Bird Bennett... She was um, convicted of a kickback scheme in which, you know, she had tried to give a a contract to a company that then had promised her that once she retired, they were going to give her um, a really big sort of fee to come and work for her. Um, Jean-Claude Brizard, um, the person before her, before Barbara Bennett, he was sort of seen as too weak. Um, Under him was the, the 2012 strike, CTU strike, and... Who who saw him as weak? The public, the like his own team, <laughs> the mayor for one. I don't. I think that he was. You know, he he was kind of sort of a soft spoken guy. I think that Mayor Rahm Emanuel, who who was a very strong personality, was very upset. I think at him that he allowed the 2012 strike to happen, and I think um, John Claude Bernard, you know, kind kind of got swept up in that. And then Forrest Claypool, he left during a scandal in which. He had basically lied to the office of the inspector general. His general counsel had, you know, given a contract to somebody that they sort of kind of worked for. So it it was a scandal. So basically, everybody had left either in scandal or because they, you know, they weren't able to handle handle the job. Contracts, kickbacks, friction with the mayor, burnout. One way or another, it looks like the tenure for. Chicago CPS CEOs is going is might just be a s- small time gig. So what happens next with CPS when Jackson leaves next month? Lori Lightfoot, Mayor Lori Lightfoot said that there's going to be a nationwide search. The history of bringing in people from the outside is not great. I mean, John Clark Brazard and Barbara Bird Bennett were two outsiders that they brought in, and you know, really, really didn't. Didn't do very good, to say the least. One thing that she mentioned at the press conference today is that there might be some people who worked for CPS for a while, then left, and that might be good candidates. Are any names jumping out to you right now? There was one person who I would have really said, whose name is Rob Runcy, and he was the superintendent of a school district in Florida. But I think he just actually got, like, convicted of something or oh, indicted come on, on something. So I guess he's out come of Come on. But um, and but he was he was an old CPS guy who um, you know, was well respected when he was here. Anyways, mm. uh, w- one last question before I let you go: What was the relationship between the mayor and Janice Jackson like throughout her her tenure? Today, Janice Jackson said that she became friends with Lori Lightfoot. So that's what she said. I just want to say that from all that I've heard. Mayor Lori Lightfoot's not the easiest person to work for, and I think that there were moments that were that it was not easy for Janice Jackson to work for her. Um, you know, people, especially at this press conference today, were really trying to say, like, hey, Janice, are you le- leaving because the CTU, because of the Chicago Teachers Union? And she said yes. I mean, she she kind of gave a long answer, but she basically said you know, that was one thing that was really stressful. But I don't think that Lori Lightfoot was always helpful. You know, somebody somebody from the administration told me today that they didn't feel that they had the kind of support 
with the Lightfoot administration as um, they had under the Emanuel administration. A WBEZ education reporter, Sarah Karp, thank you so much for breaking today's news down with me. Thank you. Now, we've been talking about administrators all show, but don't forget, it's Teacher Appreciation Week. So shout out to Dr. Denise Spells, my first elementary school principal at St. Ethelreda on the South Side. Which teachers made a difference in your world? Email us at Chicago at CityCast.fm. Tell us your name, the teacher's name, and where they taught you. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.